0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm and broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to
1: be on TV. Welcome in this Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Jackson Dart spoke to the media yesterday. We will discuss that on the show this morning. Ole Miss and Southern Miss played four innings before the, uh, the turf monster reared its ugly head and ended the game in a no contest. Never been more thankful to not drive to Pearl for a baseball game last night. There's some national stuff going on, too. Opening day tomorrow. Is, uh, yeah, I know. There's plenty. There's stuff going on. We'll talk about that and more on today's program. Ole Miss resuming its spring football practice from a media standpoint on Thursday. Lane Kiffin talked yesterday. Jackson was more interesting than Lane, but we'll uh, we'll hit. He was also louder. He was also, well, man, it doesn't take a lot, but yes, he was also louder as well. We'll uh, We'll hit all that. <laughs> coming up on uh, it's on a game to play. Show. It, it's, yesterday was yeah. when I agreed that it was a game because
2: yeah there's no question in my mind
1: it was harder even yesterday than last week um, like, that, that's because that
2: can't be his his, his normal voice because he, they wouldn't be able to hear him on the field he's a football coach nobody would be able to literally hear him at all so yeah. it, it's we're playing games with local he would not do that if you put him in a setting where let's say let me make sure i couch this with I don't think Ole Miss is going to win the SEC West this year. But in an event, in a situation where they did, mm-hmm. and he was at the Friday press conference with the coach of the SEC. This would East, not be the he volume. Would, he wouldn't be. You know, well, I was. It. It's, no, no, he would talk normal. Yeah. So if you're in, the, I mean, he just he just dislikes us, and and, and I, don't, I think, don't even think it's dislike though. I yeah, think th- it's just it's a game.
1: Yeah, it's like why not?
2: Okay. Well, yeah, he doesn't dislike us. I think. I think he views us, and, and this is fair, as just so inconsequential that it's a waste of his time. We'll go there in a second.
1: Blue Sky, Oxford, X sign. If, you uh, if you're in the Clinton area, some fresh donuts this morning. Got those up and running, making those things homemade. They'll be at all locations here uh, here soon. But They got vanilla, strawberry, caramel nut, chocolate, cinnamon sugar, powdered sugar. Got them uh, in the singles, in the six packs, in the dozens, however you want them. They can hook you up there at the Clinton, Mississippi location here locally. You know about the um, the Phillips, the 49-cent Phillips for your fountain drinks. You know about the lunch specials where you can get any size fountain drink with that lunch special. And the giving away tickets to Ole Miss baseball games, including next Saturday against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Remember, that is hashtag RebelReady and that's at the Oxford Exxon on social media to uh, enter to win that, get a chance at those four box seats for Ole Miss baseball against Arkansas. First time those two teams have met since the College World Series semifinals last, uh, last June. And again, you from the Clark Ford Studio.
2: We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote. Within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today. Uh, you're going to get great service. You're going to get uh, great product as well. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call 662 257 1900. Guest, join on the um, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. Uh, If you are an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, if you're a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands, Andy Ludicky can help. Andy owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at at net, or on his personal cell phone, 404-973-9901. Okay. Yeah, inconsequential
1: is probably the word. It's probably right because I don't think it's a respect thing necessarily. It's just because I think that even requires too much brain power to put in it to get to that point, to think about it. I think oh, okay. he
2: views us as there's nothing that we could ever do to get him to to further his.
1: But it's frankly messaging.
2: stupid because if you have a bunch of tools at your disposal, why not use all of them?
1: You know what I mean? Like I understand what you mean in a way, but it's like going, "Hey, I make so much money on the website. I'm not worried about the podcast. I don't care. It just doesn't matter. That's not a big enough funnel to make sense for me. You know that I makes mean? sense? Yeah, like I get it. At the end of the day. Why not have more things that, like, it, it, it's illogical in a way. I think it's become. It's frankly kind of arrogant. Well, there is arrogance there. Um, it, it also shows I don't think I'm losing because you need local media when you lose. Yeah. You do. Al- although. He, you, you need more messaging when you're. Like, he, look, look, you go 10 and 2. You're on Dan
2: Patrick every day. It doesn't matter. But he's lost before. So, you know, like, his second year at FAU was a losing season. The first year was really good. The last year was really 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 good. Yeah, sure. But the middle year was a losing season. I'm, I I don't know what happened. It was a rebuild, whatever. I have no idea. Yeah, am um, not condemning it. No, no, no. Just that it happened and I don't know. Just kind of that's I just think it's who he is. It's risky cuz look. We're all out there. And we all sort of interact with one another a little bit. I won't name names. Okay. But I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be straight here. Yeah. There are guys on the beat who will present an incredibly positive face forward who privately are like, I don't know. Right, this this team's got issues. This, this there's a there's a floor here. That's and if that floor were to happen, and it's a bitch of a league. We can talk about the league at some point. A 500 season. Sure. I mean, I can paint a picture for eight and four. But Chase, I can paint a picture for five and seven, and I don't feel like I'm being super negative. Now, I don't think they're going five and seven. But some of the games that fans put down as W, that is a win. I'm like, what are you basing that on? I mean, I I don't think that's unfair. But anyway. In the event that that happened, the end of one of those seasons, like you said, Dan Patrick's not getting Rich Eisen; those guys they're not getting Lane Kiffin on at six and six. If Ole Miss is five and six going into the Egg Bowl, it's 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 inconsequential nationally. It's not something they're talking about. But I don't know that he. I don't know him. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm just guessing that that doesn't bother him. That he thinks, well, then I'll be back next year. We'll we'll get back. Because he he always has. He's always been able to respond with wins. And then I just don't think he enjoys the minutiae of local beat writers,
1: and which is a combination of bad questions and also though just things that are needed that you just have to ask into. Yeah. And he doesn't really compute that or care, frankly.
2: Yeah. Well, I keep waiting for some a coach to go in response to a, a, a general spring question to with look guys, it's spring. You know, we're out here doing this. Truth is we're getting some quality reps for some guys. We're evaluating some things, but we're not making a lot of sweeping judgments off this. I don't, we don't know what we've got. We've got some guys that need, that will be out here in the, in, in August that aren't here now, whether because of injury or because they're finishing high school or because whatever the case that Ask me that question on August the 25th, and I probably can give you a better answer. But on March the 28th, it's kind of irrelevant, really. Maybe that's me just being kind of cynical, Chase. I just sit out there watching the fourth or fifth, whatever it was, practice of the spring. Like I don't know. What are we looking at here? I mean, I walked off the practice field, and I told somebody, I've been doing this for 20-something years, and I'm still not really exactly sure what I'm supposed to write from this. I've always been that way, and I'm right. I'm correct. They don't play for five and a half months. What happened yesterday will have no impact whatsoever on the Alabama game. None. Nobody got hurt. They did some stuff. They're installing a new defense. They'll reinstall it this summer,
1: and then they'll install it again in August. Because retention's not great at any program over spring to
2: fall. Right. So, you know... I'm a big believer that a whole lot of what happens with spring football is because, well, we've always done it that way, and if we don't do it that way and things don't go well, people will blame it on not having that. Yet it's funny, nobody—I've never heard a coach at the at the in the middle of a of a poor season go, you know, this is crazy for us because we had a great spring. And I've never heard a coach in the middle of a championship season going, yeah, you really saw it in spring. We really, nope. I've heard about fall camp. I've heard about offseason, but not really spring. The only sweeping things that
1: can happen in spring are negative. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Or somebody really does not pop and you go, whoa.
2: Yeah. Whoa. Th- thought he'd be better than that.
1: Yeah. There's a step there that's not. Yeah. There's lateral movement that's not there.
2: It's like some of this some of the quarterback stuff. We're gonna talk about Jackson in a minute. Some of the quarterback stuff's kind of, hey, slow down. They are, it's all scripted, and they're going against the defense that's installing a new defense with a lot of new faces. Like, we're out there every day, and I'm still having to look down at the card going, Who's that? Oh, I see that is. It's a lot going on on that side of the ball. And I have a feeling they're going to add multiple new faces in May on that side of the ball, and then have to kind of redo this whole process again in August. Mm hmm. That's my guess. Fairly educated.
1: So, Lane came in first yesterday. And all jokes aside about his volume. Uh, he called Jackson one of the most improved players throughout the offseason or spring or whatever, however you wanted to phrase his, yeah. his term there. about gained some weight. Talked about how it's not natural to welcome in competition, but that he'd handled it well, that he had elevated his game. Very complimentary
2: of, of Jackson prior to him coming into the, uh, the room. Yeah, I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't sound creepy. But, like, I think Jackson has changed his body in a positive way. Yeah, sure. He's added some muscle. I think he's probably reduced his body fat a little bit. I mean, he's a big kid.
1: He's typically in a good mood, so that doesn't mean anything. But he came in in a good mood. He was Lane,
2: no Jackson. Jackson, yeah.
1: He was yucking it up with Markievious being, I mean, blah 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 blah. Oh, cannot speak today. When when they came in, said he picked him off twice. They were joking around. I mean, it was it was it was normal ish. I mean, it was it was the way a starting quarterback comes into the room. Frankly, yeah. And now that doesn't mean somebody else didn't. That's not my point. I'm just saying when Jackson walked in, you went, okay, this feels normal. Sure, for an incumbent. Definitely his most notable yep. quote yep. of the thing is somebody asked, hey, do you view this as a competition? And he said, I view myself as the starting quarterback.
2: Yeah, credit where it's due. David Johnson asked a really good question and got a really good answer. He said, I mean, to be honest with you or frankly or however he said it, Yeah, sure. I, I view myself as the starter. I'm getting ready for a season. I expect to do well. We knew we needed quarterbacks. We knew they were going to put people in the room. He answered that diplomatically. He did, of course. The truth is, and nobody wants to ask it this way, and I don't, I don't, I, I don't know that I want to ask it either because I don't want to create a rivalry where there's not one. Because I'm on record here, I don't expect both Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders to be in Oxford in September. Okay, I'm on record. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it was one thing. You had to think for Jackson Dart. It was one thing. They brought in Walker Howard. Were you, okay, cool. I'll get it. I mean, you have to. Young guy. Former five-star recruit. Got four years of eligibility. Jackson doesn't have four years of eligibility. Yeah, I get it. I mean, if you're Jackson Dart, you get it. 100%. Because I think Jackson Dart's, in the back of his mind, there's a part of him that thinks, I'm going to have a big year and have a decision to make about whether to go pro or not. Well, it is what he thinks. So, if you're if you're thinking along those lines and I suspect that he is, yeah, you totally get why they'd bring in Walker Howard. Makes all the sense in the world. Well, they're going to need a quarterback when I leave. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I could get hurt. I could sprain an ankle. I could break a hand. I mean, stuff happens to quarterbacks. Look around the league last year. How many teams went through the entire season with one quarterback? Not many. Alabama didn't do it. Auburn didn't do it. Texas A&M didn't do it. LSU didn't do it. Arkansas didn't do it. I think Rodgers made it through the season unscathed. I think so. So two teams out of the seven-team division? Do the math. But he had to think a totally different thing when they brought in Spencer Sanders. Had they brought in Walker Howard and then brought in a freshman young quarterback? Or even brought in like a Jack Abraham sort of a guy? Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah, sure, 100%. But you bring in Spencer Sanders. You bring in Spencer Sanders, that's a message to you. Well, it was a message no matter
1: what the answer ends up being. I don't know that that's even debatable. I mean, I, not, not to completely regurgitate, regurgitate yesterday's podcast, but again, they're not bringing in Spencer Sanders, and Spencer Sanders wouldn't be here if it was Matt Corral's final season. Would not Of course. It, it defies logic. Of course. Anyone who debates that is just, by God, tunnel-visioned on this. Like it. it, it. <laughs> oh, I almost said something. But I, mean, I will say. I hate it. I walked it out of that press conference yesterday and I told you, I said, I think Jackson darts the quarterback on the fall. And again, I'm flip-flopping worse than John Kerry here at this point. But I mean, it, 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 I, I I do. I mean, I, I, I think Jackson darts the quarterback. I think so too. Spencer Sanders was limited again today. And I get it's five months away. I get it. Mm-hmm. But if we're doing this and we go, okay, Lane Kiffin brought in Spencer Sanders knowing he's going to be the quarterback. There's at least that theory out there. Fair?
2: It's more you than, believe it? It's more than a theory. I know what they told the Howards. Okay. okay I'm just, I mean, that's the, so it's the not, the not even a theory. Is, though, They're paying three quarterbacks NIL money on a roster that needs more NIL. And what if his shoulder doesn't respond to the entire summer?
1: You can't sit there with a straight face and go, hey, Spencer Sanders is our quarterback. He didn't even compete. I know. I'm with you. He hasn't thrown in a week. And now I think his shoulder's going to be fine. I'm not floating that out there. I'm so just here, saying. So, so
2: here's, the, here's the thing that I have with people in that. goal. maybe they just brought Sanders in because he wanted to come. And they gave him NIL money. And I think it was substantial NIL money. I do too. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, I mean, it makes no sense. I'll give you my opinion. Sure. I think Lane Kiffin believes that one of those two guys will be gone in August, and he's not worried about it. He's well, let, I do believe he's that. He's going to let them compete, and whoever wins it, wins it. But it's not a competition. One of them is not throwing. Then then, it, then I don't know what to tell you. Again, I, I will be surprised, not shocked, because nothing. If what? If if they're all three. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Walker's going to be
1: there, so if, if – if, Dark. If that's the case, it's Spencer just simply saying, hey, either one of two things. One, if he has a decision to make in stays. again, if Spencer's the starting quarterback, then okay, it's an easy choice. But mm-hmm. if he is not the starter, it's one of two things. Either, hey, I just I, – my shoulder did not respond. I got to sit somewhere on a roster, so I'll do this for the next four months. Sure, I'm getting some NIL cash in the process. Or – I'd rather do this than go down a level or whatever because I don't know what his options were then, and I don't know what the options are now. I don't know how another semester messes with his transcript even more. That's, that's stuff that I, I, I'm not is, – is way outside my purview at this point. But I think he was a message. I think Dart has responded. Jackson Dart is an incredibly competitive person, as most quarterbacks are. Spencer mm-hmm. Sanders is an incredibly competitive person. I understood why you read Spencer Sanders the way you did um, during his, his interview the other day of
2: basically going
1: through the motions. Yeah. If that, I think that's the best way to put it. I don't think it was positive or negative. I think it right. was just kind of there. Um,
2: they asked him to go, so he went. Yeah.
1: And had no real answers because there aren't any real public answers. I said public. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... But you wouldn't you wouldn't bet your life on that coming to, tr- to to fruition from what was told to anybody over the course of i mean no that would be making the ultimate mistake. well, you know, in recruiting there was this problem, okay, great, awesome that that's never been violated before or moved sideways or anything else. I mean come on,
2: like i mean the one of the three that I feel like out there who can go, you know what I think I probably got sold the truth at least for now is Howard sure because he's too good to be a third team quarterback right now no he's good he's he's too good to be the third team quarterback he left lsu because he thought you know what it's a crowded room they're established lsu sort of made the decision that they're going to go one more year with daniels but nuss their quarterback of the future they're going to continue to recruit i'm running the risk of being the scout team quarterback two years in a row You can't develop inside the system as the scout team quarterback. And there just aren't many programs out there that go, hey, here's what we're going to do today, guys, as we get ready for uh, Alabama in four days. We're going to get three quarterbacks meaningful reps. That doesn't happen. Your starter gets a ton of reps, and your backup gets enough reps to
1: to be ready in case.
2: To where you feel like, okay, if something were to go wrong. This isn't completely haywire. We can put him in. There's a pack, a limited package of plays that we're comfortable with. he got a, enough timing to do. You don't do that with three quarterbacks. If you're the third team guy, half the time you're not even wearing your own number because you're doing scout team stuff. No, you're pretending to be Ty Simpson that week. Yeah. Then you're pretending to be K.J. Jefferson, and you're pretending to be whoever Auburn starts. And that's, not exactly
1: developing yourself. No. Hey, run this package this week that's not actually your
2: package. No, you're not developing at all. You're that's the point. That's why he left. That is why he left per multiple people who know the Howards. I guess it's possible that 15 people are wrong. I doubt
1: it Well look, it. let's just be real. They're counting on somebody leaving because otherwise you misevaluated and mismanaged your NIL. Yeah. Don't pay three quarterbacks starting quarterback money. No. Unless you got it in spades, but well, that does not you, appear to be the case. You don't play two quarterbacks starting quarterback money. I mean, they could use a I – when mean, you backload you do a lot of contract stuff that major pro teams do. Um, But whatever Spencer is getting, he's getting it now. He has one-year eligibility remaining. I don't know. I'm not done with this. I'll come back to it. The <laughs> Ole Miss Athletics Foundation <laughs> – The 2023 football season will be here before you know it. Thank God the season ticket renewals are due March 31st, just a few days away. You can renew now by logging into your account at OleMissTix.com or calling the Ole Miss Ticket Office 662-915-7159. While you're on the Ticket Office site or calling that number 915-7159, the Ticket Office is accepting new season ticket orders for men's and women's basketball. You can submit those orders today. By calling the number, going online, taking care of that, and remember, current season ticket holders can renew starting July 1st.
2: Welcome, Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Order online at walkons.com. Check on the convenient walkons app as well. It's uh, especially if you're in Oxford or in Jackson, stop by the Oxford or Ridgeland locations of walkons today. College Corner is your one stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Memphis, uh, Hernando or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company. With the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at A or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's based in Iuka, um, Mississippi. It is a probiotic multivitamin. Supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum, Chris Cornelison. I've told you about prescription support. They also have a a lot of vitamins, minerals, that kind of thing that supplements, I should say, that you can order. That will help you stay healthier over the long term. It's solutionsrx.com. Promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. And our friends at Dead Soxie have a free gift for you. It's an exclusive gift. Head over to deadsoxycom slash rebels. Join the NIL subscription by signing up. You'll be the first to hear about exclusive collaborations, uh, new products, and even receive freebies on the regular. That means you'll not only have the freshest socks in town, but you'll also be contributing directly to Ole Miss Athletics and helping support your favorite players. As your first gift for uh, signing up, you'll receive a free pair of limited edition Juice Kiffin socks only available to members to get your gift. All you have to do is add a pair of socks from Dead Soxy's Ole Miss NIL subscription to your cart, and your free pair of Juice Kiffin socks will automatically appear in your cart. No membership fees to become a member. All you have to do is start your subscription by adding one pair of NIL socks to your cart and choosing how often you want new pairs from the Ole Miss collection delivered. So head over to deadsoxy.com slash rebels. Sign up for the NIL subscription today to show your support.
1: Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, jostinhillcreamery.com. Got a couple days remaining to uh, vote them best charcuterie in Oxford. They have a link in their Instagram bio for that. And while you're going to their Instagram page, see all the uh, different offerings they have, photos and videos, including a fresh batch of jalapeno honey jam that's being made this week. A lot of things there you can shop for and get locally. They make all their small batch artisanal cheeses in-house every single day. Charcuterie, grazing, grazing tables, workshops, and much more. That's 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnsonhill or again right there on the website at johnstonhillcreamery.com. creamery.com. Uh let's see. What else you got? Well, I was looking to see what this was. Um Lane. Lane was tweeting, but I want to read the story to see what exactly we're, we're tweeting about. I know it's bad pod, but it's in real time. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, Rogan leaves the thing on while he goes to the bathroom half the time, so we can take thirty seconds to to, to read the thing. Uh, this is from the Tuscaloosa News. No, sorry, it's not. It's from the Tuscaloosa News, but Topmeyer wrote wrote it. Okay. Um so, the lead, careful Jimbo Fisher your, Fisher, your ego is showing again. The Texas a coach is in his first news conference since hiring Bobby Petrino as the offensive coordinator, refused to admit that Petrino could implement schematic upgrades within an offense that ranked among the SEC's worst last season. Quote, it's not scheme, it's execution. Fisher doubled down when he said schemes do not vary from team to team. Quote, everybody does the same thing. There's not a hill of beans between anybody as far as what goes on. So, the quote there from, uh, from Jimbo, Lane – Quote tweets the article. It says, quote, everybody runs the same place, question mark, head palm, face palm thing. It's only about the players executing, question mark, question mark. Kirby, smart. He tags Kirby and says, FYI. What are we doing? Again. I'm team lane on this. Jimbo, shut up.
2: Come on. Shut up. Wouldn't you like to be a A fly in the room, and I know nothing gets said inside the room. But you know Petrino's
1: blood pressure roves yesterday as that quote matriculated through the, the sure. environment there. Sure, it's the great question with that team. I hired this guy, known as an offensive mastermind. Well, he very is, good. he is no that.
2: doubt. He is that.
1: I hired this dude. He's going to want to turn it around on one side. That's what you need to be telling the booster clubs. Hey, when you go do whatever their version of Rebel Road Trip is, the answer is hey I hired Bobby Petrino look what he did at Arkansas look what he did at South Missouri State look Absolutely. what he did all these things he almost beat Arkansas last year blah 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 all this stuff but then you get in the news conference and your ego is so big and your phone book of plays is so big you go nah whatever we they my offense
2: it's like i don't know it's the What are you doing? It's the big question mark When they have a couple of three and outs in a row. Can't wait for them to lose. so excited.
1: I'm just... Oh, God. It's
2: making my blood pressure go up. It's just an interesting storyline. What happens when they have a couple of three and outs in a row? What happens when they have a bad half? Wouldn't you love to have Jimbo's ego? In a way? I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine. Like,
1: wouldn't you love to walk in a room just one time... With the confidence and ego that Jimbo Fisher has? Yes. Whomever Carly Simon was talking about, nothing on Jimbo Fisher. Warren Beatty, step aside. Jimbo in a room.
2: Oh, to walk into a house and be like, you are so lucky to have me. I mean, you are so (laughs) lucky to live with me. To look at this every day. I can't even imagine feeling that way. It's foreign to me. Like speaking another language like dropping me into a room full of people speaking german i would be just totally lost i can't even imagine now is it ego or is it insecurity well sure but either
1: way in what world does that make sense to get in that press conference and say that yesterday you're cutting your own nose off it makes no sense I'm protecting what I did so much, even though it sucked. Well, it's it's an in- if he does well, uh, that wasn't actually Bobby. Whatever, it's just the players and our system and well, running. It's, a,
2: it's, the, uh, an, it's an inability to tell the truth. Which is, look, we've done a really good job of recruiting talent here, but I didn't do a great job as an offensive coordinator. I knew it, and so I fixed it. I went out and I hired an elite offensive mind, and it's his offense. Part of my job as a head coach is to manage my program.
1: That's the majority of my job, and by doing that, we need to get better on offense. I brought in somebody with a brilliant mind and a track record to accomplish that. I'm going to work with him, but we're very confident in what Bobby's going to bring to the system and the way we're going to execute and win games
2: this fall. I'm going to do everything I can to support. Done. It's going to let me spend more time in the Done. other aspects of our program.
1: Because if he wins, you win too. Of course, if the offense works, you're the guy with the testicular fortitude to go out and hire Bobby Petrino, well, we just, bring him in, and give him the offense.
2: We talked about it's Lane good Kiff- on you. We talked about Lane Kiffin being at a press conference. If if Texas A&M were to win the West, when they have the press conference in Atlanta on the Friday before the game, he'll, it'll be Jimbo, not Petrino, that's sitting up there. Yeah, on the you're podium. the you're
1: the you you hired him. You did it.
2: You'll be the one sitting up there with Kirby Smart. and if it fails well, you and, still work your
1: ass off to get it done. Well,
2: and here's the here's and here's the difference right here. Kirby, who is by most accounts a brilliant defensive mind, has no problem delegating and has no problem letting other people get credit. Has no problem with it. Why? Because at the end of the day, he's the Georgia head coach. When Georgia wins the national championship, the championship goes on his ledger. When The AD or whoever at Georgia goes, all right, I guess we should probably pay you some more. He gets it. He gets the credit. He's going to get the blame when they lose, but he gets the credit. The Gatorade went on him. Yeah.
1: No, it's true. I mean, JM says he doesn't want to admit fault for last season. And if he doesn't want to acknowledge the scheme could be an improvement, then he... Last year's failures would be his fault.
2: The truth is it's very, very difficult to be your own offensive coordinator and run and run a program in today's college football with all of the stuff that's involved. My God. It's a business. I mean, it's almost impossible. Just say that out loud. Frankly, it's harder than the NFL level. If he said that out loud, nobody would even question him. Nobody
1: would. People, yeah, you're right. I get it. He's growing. He's actually showing some maturity. Instead, Jimbo stuck in 2004 and... So is it ego or is it insecurity? I think he stays perpetually angry.
2: Which is ego and insecurity at the same time. No, I I, I don't think it's anger. And maybe this is because I've covered the guy and I know him from a couple of different places. He's never struck me as an angry person. So it's one or the other. So he thinks
1: people are idiots. He's not angry at them for questioning his acumen. Yeah,
2: he's not angry. I I don't... Think that he's angry. I think it's just ego. But it's maybe a dope. You got to understand. I'm not making this show about me. Yeah, sure. I can't relate to that. Hey, Neil, list your faults. How long you got. What are areas in which you could improve? This is going to take a while.
1: Whereas some dude gets on a stage and goes, hey, I'm going to sit up here in front of this crowd of 5,000 and talk about all the positives for Neil McCready. You would get
2: uncomfortable. Oh, God. I'd leave. You'd be crawling out of your skin. I'd leave. If someone called me and said, hey, we want to give you an award, my response would be, no, no, please don't do that. Let's, Let's pretend this conversation didn't happen. I'm flattered, but no. I just think it's totally different. Both Avery and Ginger are saying it's it's insecurity, and it could be. I, they might be right. I, I I can't relate to it because to me, is it Father Time? Is it no? By God, I'm. I'm
1: he's I, not that old, but it's been a while since he's been successful. He's a decade since that title.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I guess my point is, but he's not easy a decade to get
1: outdated in this game. But he's
2: not a decade since beating Nick Saban on the field. That did a lot for him. But uh, you understand my point, sure. That, that, I mean, he took. Zach Calzada and beat Alabama. And lost to Ole Miss State, Arkansas, and LSU. He did, but you understand my point. No, I know. I just don't understand why it's so difficult for him to go. I went out and hired not only an offensive Brag court. about what you did. I went out and hired a head coach who's been an NFL head coach who's been a successful head coach in this league at a place that is typically not successful at that level. Again, Bobby Petrino was winning big at Arkansas before the motorcycle, whatever, volleyball.
1: His 2011 season is very underrated because
2: he ran into the same season with Alabama and LSU. He was the third best team in the league and maybe the third best team in the country. No doubt. At Arkansas. He went to the Sugar Bowl. At Arkansas. Petrino's really good.
1: And he's not a wallflower. At some point, he's going to pop over all this crap. Well, a Bobby's lot. not one to just take it and take it and take it and just mind my own business. Well, and- with Bobby,
2: it's not insecurity, it's ego.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: Especially if you say, "Hey, that's true." Now, hey, as an offensive coach, and look, he backs it up because Bobby goes into the
1: office every day, going, "No, I'm a better offensive coach than Jimbo Fisher," Mm, because he is. Yeah, he hired me to fix this because I'm better than him.
2: Again, the Petrino thing gets totally derailed because of the motorcycle. If you throw that out, there's no telling where he is today. Totally serious. I've covered Bobby. I've been in the room with Bobby. Bobby's a smart guy. Smart. Really smart. Football. You can question his judgment on some other things, but... Sure. Football. Ability to develop quarterbacks, Chase. Knows his way around the chalkboard. Ability to scheme. Ability to put together a game plan. Elite. Elite. So, one of the big compelling storylines in the league is, is... Fisher's ability to get out of his way. Because I'm telling you, if he gets out of his way, they're going to win more games. But he might not. I think so, the odds of that at this Are point. Different. He can't even do it in the spring. I know. They're not playing yet. I'm not they're all- in a honeymoon period for Bobby Petrino where... Which is one of the reasons that I'm not going overboard yet because it is just the spring. Like, what happens in August? But, but it's just spring.
1: But if you're doing in spring, how does that make sense? I don't
2: know. Because I just don't I I I just I mean I
1: get the inconsequential part of it, but I just at the same don't, time I, I
2: just don't put any stock in spring football. I think it's a complete from a from it, it's if you can't let Petrino have a honeymoon in the spring, you're gonna let him have it in the fall? I don't know. I'm just I'm I am just i i am going to be consistent with I'd refuse to judge stuff on spring. They don't play for five and a half months. There are going to be people that make one hundred observations from Saturday's scrimmage at, at Vault Hemingway. I'll come away with like two
1: I want to give all What is their schedule
2: When can I enjoy my first loss You gonna pull up the AM schedule I got it Alright here we go I like doing schedules in March They're gonna win in week two I really wish
1: they would lose But they can't lose them. Re-
2: Read me their schedule New Mexico's at home That's right, a big W
1: The Lobos Here we go they're in Coral Gables in week two They're going to win Sorry, they're at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens But either way
2: they're, They'll beat Miami Because Miami sucks Yeah, 2-0 and o, Off to the races ULM It'll be super close, but they'll get it 3-0 I hate this schedule We're rolling a quarter of the way there September 23rd
1: I'm going to go back here and put my helmet on Hugh Freeze has got to get me a W it's in College Station, but we got to get it. We got get. I got to get Auburn over A and M on September the
2: twenty third. I'm picking A and M four zero.
1: Well, you're picking A and M in every game. No, but they're better than Auburn.
2: They're better. They, they have more talent than Auburn. Who has more talent, Auburn or Texas? Who A&M? has more talent, Appalachian
1: State or, or Appalachian State or Texas A and M?
2: Again, who has more talent, Auburn or Texas A and M? Is it? It's not it even, can't
1: be screwed up. Sure, can't be screwed up. They can't lose.
2: All right, if, if I offer you Auburn today, are you super confident when you put your money down? No, you're not. No. All right, we're four and zero. Keep coming. We're a third of the way to an un- third of the way to a perfect season. Arkansas. I mean, defensively, Arkansas might be abysmal. Now they they have Sanders back and they have Jefferson back and they're going to score points. So here's the first big test. And Arkansas gets up for that game that is a big game for arkansas it's world. losable for A&M. the whole student body goes it is it is a massive party i had no idea until my girls started going there how big of a deal that game is to arkansas people it is huge it ruined their season last year they never responded after losing the weird game to a&m so that's a losable game so that's 4-0 and a toss then they have a four game stretch
1: that, at least in theory, could be pretty complicated. Okay. Alabama. Where's that game? It's in College Station.
2: I'll still give them an L. 4-1 and a toss. In Knoxville. See, I think Tennessee's going to regress a-, a-, a level this one time. But they're still going to be good. In Knoxville, I'll give them a loss. 4-2-1. and one. And, now, and and now now And then a little bit of a weird three-game stretch. Where they're probably favored, but they could
1: lose these games. South Carolina, Ole Miss, Mississippi State.
2: Where's the Carolina game? It's in College Station. Got okay, to give them a win there. Ole Miss is a toss.
1: And then so State's
2: in College Station.
1: Although State plays the hell out of A&M. Well, I and State,
2: isn't Rodgers back for his 10th year? Yeah. Rogers it's, technically has two years of eligibility. So let's running. split them, A&M and Ole Miss. That's giving them three. So six and three. And two tosses. Well, six and three with one toss with the state. And then what's after state? Something and then LSU. Yeah, the FCS game. So seven. LSU LSU's in in Baton Rouge? It is. So the question is, is, how does eight and four go over at A&M? Outside of the jokes. Horribly.
1: Yeah. Their expectation is... For sure, less than, I mean, better than, it's nine or three, nine and three or better, and maybe there's going to be some psychopaths over there that it's 10 and two. I don't see how you get 10 and two on that schedule. Well, and you gave them a couple wins that they could lose. Now, they're probably not losing all the guys we're talking about, too.
2: But I I don't think they're losing to Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, and Auburn. And I don't think they're losing to Auburn. I'm not doing the Auburn hype. I know Hugh's going to preach love and all that crap. He'll throw somebody under the damn bus the moment something goes wrong. Ask how I know. And you're too. I'm the, I'm the reason that there was a second NCAA investigation, according to Freeze. I mean, I'm not doing the Hugh Freeze is a new man thing. Give me a break. Eight and four
1: at AM and is failure. Yes. With. A gazillion in IL dollars, and all. it's it's a
2: failure. Oh, anything less than nine and three there, people are going to start. So he can't. Do and it. even at nine and three, you're not in the race. No, it's fine. You can sell nine and three because nine and three includes some hope. Sure. I mean, it's a totally different season last year. If Ole Miss doesn't lose the Egg Bowl, I mean, Lane was right. Yeah. If, if Ole Miss wins the Egg Bowl and, and they go nine and three and they play in the Citrus Bowl against whoever that would have been, there's a completely different outlook. Yeah. They played Iowa or Wisconsin or whatever the hell was over there. Totally different outlook. People would have totally forgot. No one would even talk about the Arkansas game if they'd beaten Mississippi State. It would have been just, ah, it wasn't our, wasn't our night. Yeah, Get, Didn't didn't bounce back from Alabama. Blah, blah,
1: blah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's any spark.com. 662 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls. Network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra help and more so to get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc Counties that did not previously have internet.
2: 662-238-3159. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next place. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It is a um, complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They uh, do a lot of things. You can learn more at acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Lammons has been serving the Oxford area for about three quarters of a century. Wedding rings, engagement rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it, they've got it. Whatever your jewelry need is, they're the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lammonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle based in Madison slash Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They're also home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about planning a trip. You want one that creates a lifetime of unique memories? John can help you do that. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget, and he'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at net.
1: Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One one call, they take care of the rest. One trip. They also will transfer your medications for those who need that uh, move away from a big box pharmacy. Again, make one phone call. They will handle everything to get you going there with G&M or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. So they do lots of compound medicines, a lot of different off, uh, options for you with G&, G&M. So again, 662-236-2222. We were, before I got sidetracked by Texas A&M doing something stupid again, which has become the norm. Uh, Spencer Sanders first hurt his shoulder in the early part of October, um, it looks like, and then it has not been completely the same since. He did not practice for two weeks, at least, during the middle of that season, I think leading up to the maybe the Texas and the Texas Tech games. And then, um, again, they played at the quarterbacks. It's been a bit of a mess for the Cowboys
2: throughout the back He started the, the Bedlam that game, season. right? Did he play that game? Pretty sure he played. Yeah, I know he played in Bedlam. Okay. So. I'll miss Bedlam. Really? Yeah. It was a cool game.
1: It has no chance of coming back? That
2: won't be their nine cons. It doesn't sound like that's very likely. A lot of hurt feelings? and Yeah, and I mean, frankly, if you're Oklahoma, do you really want Oklahoma State to be one of your main games? They're going to get geeked up for you in a way that you probably can't get geeked up for them. I mean, Oklahoma State, looking at it here. I mean, if I'm Oklahoma, I'm playing Tulsa before I play Oklahoma State. (laughs) I don't need to play that game. (laughs) I'm going to have an SEC schedule. I don't need to play that game. I don't. Why put a Hornets nest on the schedule? You're already going to have a bunch of Hornets nest. I was pulling up his... wonder who Oklahoma's three full-time rivals will be.
1: There's a lot of talk that Ole Miss is not getting Vandy, by the way, is one of their permanents.
2: Oh, i fully anticipate Ole Miss is not getting Vanderbilt. Yeah.
1: There's a big also rumor that Ole Miss is getting Vanderbilt for one of its two baseball permanents. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah, lose them in football and get them in baseball. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Appreciate that. You had
2: them for a long time in football.
1: Yeah, there's a there is some again, nothing is official, but the the, the scuttle has State and Vandy being Ole Miss's baseball permanents.
2: Oh. I anticipate Vanderbilt is going to be one of Auburn's permanent football. Because they have Georgia and Alabama. Georgia yeah. and Alabama. Ole Miss is going to be Mississippi State, LSU, and I've heard different things. I've heard Oklahoma. I've heard Arkansas. seems like I heard one other, but I can't remember.
1: Yeah, um, as was said in the stream, he played 103 snaps against Oklahoma in the Bedlam game. He's playing a lot. So he played, yes. Yeah. That was his first full game since Texas. He played 105 snaps against Texas in week Holy eight. shit, 105 snaps. What are they doing? <laughs> Throwing that bitch is what they're doing. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> You're like, hold on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a hand-raised guy in that room.
1: Texas, 105 snaps, 51 against Kansas State, 23 against Iowa State, and then 103 against Oklahoma from a snap standpoint. And then he didn't play
2: in their bowl game. No.
1: Yeah, he went um, 36 of 67 against Oklahoma. He threw the ball 67 times. He threw the ball 57 times against Texas. That's unbelievable. He had somewhat of a banged up shoulder and threw the ball
2: 67 times. Can't question his toughness. You can question a lot. You can question a lot of things, but not his toughness. Dude. I mean, I got questions about Gundy. Hey, man, what are you doing? Dude didn't play a
1: decent portion of the year and still threw the ball 368 times. Yeah, I mean, almost at 3,000 yards. Yeah, 26-41. 17 touchdowns, 9 picks. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a good runner. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's a good player. Can use his feet. Again. He's a good player. We've had this conversation so many times. I'm,
1: I'm, We're done. We won't have it again. Finished right here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all over. You know, by July, we can just have buttons we hit. You still think you still Mr. Sanders is the starting quarterback? Today? No. No, I don't. But, Do you not? I mean, I don't, but... You could change your mind tomorrow. It's fine. I do. I don't just based on what I'm seeing, but if you ask me to base it off information that I consider to be reliable, I think that was the plan when they brought him in. Either that or the plan was to look at Jackson Dart and go either get better or get lost. Maybe it was that.
1: So who do you expect for Ole Miss, by the way, on the football thing? LSU stayed in Arkansas? Are they giving Arkansas the Big 12 teams?
2: I'd guess LSU State, neither Arkansas or Oklahoma.
1: Oh, really?
2: Mm This is the guess.
1: So you think Oklahoma is getting A and M, Texas?
2: Arkansas has heard that their third is either going to be Oklahoma or Ole Miss. Who's the other two? A and M and
1: Missouri. So they're not getting Texas. Apparently not. I kind of expected that whole Southwest Conference
2: thing. The league is determined to give Missouri a rivalry. But it's not. And Missouri views the Arkansas thing as a rivalry, and Arkansas does not.
1: But do they really?
2: Missouri does, yes. That's what I'm told.
1: Which, they're kind of a weird place because their rival is Kansas, who they don't play.
2: Right. Arkansas does not. They're... People don't view Missouri as a rivalry. The games that they're excited about are... No,
1: Arkansas-Missouri is a lot like Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Okay, great. Yeah. We play every year.
2: They want to play Texas, and they want to play Texas A&M, and they'd like to play Oklahoma. So why doesn't Missouri and Kansas play in the non-con? Because they hate each other so much they don't play? I, I, I You're asking me questions that well, I can't answer. You talk
1: Gabe. I ask him. I don't know. I but- mean, I,
2: we don't, when Gabe and I talk, <laughs> we don't really talk about Missouri football. Hey, I have some
1: Kansas questions for you, Gabe, real quick. <laughs> Just kinda of curious. One of, one of, one of those Gabe's ones. one
2: of those people that we don't really talk a lot of sports. Kind of talk about life, work, stuff. So I don't really call Gabe up and go, so how, how, how are the tigers looking? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did you
1: see that pitching on Saturday? How's Eli now? Yeah.
2: Does he like drinklets? Um, yeah, he like generally he likes him. Does he? Yeah, he's okay.
1: I mean that's a fair answer. Not, yeah, he's accessible.
2: Okay, you know, he can get information, get answers.
1: So again, baseball called last night. Uh, two to one, Southern Miss in the fourth inning. They had some issues from the beginning. They had they had turf issues in the first and the second. The umpires gathered the coaches up in the second inning, told them they did not like what they were seeing from the playing conditions on the field, and they were going to revisit in a, in a in an inning or two. And then in an inning or two, more people had walked on the turf, and it got a little colder and a little darker and a little more dew, and it became pretty bad. Um, they called the game after Braden Jones, the Ole Miss pitcher, slipped off the mound and frankly took sod with him up in the air as he was uh, as he was moving. It was they tried to resod the field within the last few days, and then were shocked when it had not set. Um, I have questions. Including, this is the playing surface
2: that the Braves' top prospects are going to be playing on in a week. Uh, I mean, that's my thing. Like, hold on. (laughs) That's my thing. I mean, here's my problem with all of it. This is not a criticism of of Mike or Scott Berry or anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you see in the second inning that, hey,
1: this is a problem. Why are we going one more inning to see? And uh, now I get it's the umpire's decision, but.
2: uh, Yeah, totally. I'm kind of more on the umpires here. Don't you as an umpire have to go, hey, guys, let's not wait until somebody gets bad hurt here. Let's just. This doesn't work. Yeah, we don't need a smoking gun to realize. Hey, we've got an issue. We don't need one of these. We don't need one of these young men to break break an ankle out here because of the turf. Let's let's get off the turf, and then someone's got to call the Braves and go. You guys have millions of dollars invested in guys that are coming here in a week to play games. Y'all got a problem? Yeah, your field sucks. Yeah, I mean you
1: you could see pictures on the internet. It was it was. It was like you had, because you had, you would just laid side and you know how you can literally see the squares because they had not sewn together at that point. You just saw the squares laying on the field. Well, anybody
2: who's ever planted grass in his or her yard knows that it, it takes about three weeks and they waited till you don't mow it for about six weeks. And I think it's been down
1: a week. Then it's not taken. I think it was last Monday. That was, I think th- that's right. That was stupid. When you realize this is going on, hey, we're going to refund the money or we're either going to do one of two things. We're going to move the date to another date later in the year or we're going to play this game in Hattiesburg. One or the other. Yeah. This is not. And then the, then the Mississippi Braves, because they counted on the money, people. Let me show you. That's how that happened. Said, hey, no refunds, but if you'd like to exchange your tickets for two Mississippi Braves games in the future, let us know, and we'll give you two in Braves games. So, oh,
2: screw off.
1: Yeah, because that's what I'm worried about is the Braves and the Lookouts playing in July. I'll come down for that. Did they get any crowds at those games? Yeah, it, it typically. I don't know what last night was, but typically it's No, I mean Pearl, the, the Mississippi Braves, Braves. They support them okay. Okay. that's yeah, all right. I've been waiting on that co- – which, I mean, Trustmark pays for it. They do the college series. It's, it's well, Ole
2: Miss State. and JM says the Braves don't own that. Who owns that stadium? I don't know. Okay. No clue.
1: Um, I, I have been a little shocked that just – and I get why Jackson makes tons of sense. So, I mean, Jackson is a better location for having these neutral site games. But I'm a little surprised that MGM and Biloxi has not had a higher priority with getting some of these games as time has gone on where the Shuckers play. Yeah. That's that's what I, I – I, I feel like that's coming where there's going to be more of a coast presence and play some of these games in, in Biloxi. Because Ole Miss has only played in Biloxi once off the top of my head. They played Nichols a couple of years ago. I think that's it. And they've started doing a little bit of a tournament college classic thing down there most years. Um, I saw the Shuckers are playing Pearl River Community College in a scrimmage next, oh. next week. Kind okay. of neat thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Ole Miss got out of there without anybody getting injured. Um, they saved some pitching. They didn't have to play five innings That's going true. into the weekend. It's true. It's a no contest, not a loss.
2: So it's two for Ole Miss, no contest. Do they try to make them up or what do they do?
1: No, La Tech was not a no contest. La Tech was a W. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, okay. trust me. Oh. As opposed to Lane Burroughs' thoughts process, that and was a W. The,
2: by the way, Lane Burroughs is very clearly with Tandering
1: for the Bulldogs
2: at yes, this point. This is he is he went from me thinking, What's wrong with you to me going, Oh, I get it. Okay. Good for you. One hundred percent.
1: That wasn't his love of La Tech, frustrated with the no, Reynolds no, that no. day. No, no, no. He goes, hold on a minute. Lamonis is losing. they like, well, well, like, well, how, how many in a row?
2: <laughs> okay.
1: You think he's checking box scores on Fridays and Saturdays and going, hey, another L? Another L?
2: Either, another he, L? either he's doing it or he's having someone do it for him, yes. One million percent. Because, come on, Lane Burrows is not still obsessed about that game. There's something, there's something else there.
1: The schedule did not allow it, and I've still got to do it, but we had kind of moved on. I really am curious what Mike's public answer would be to Lane saying that while he's at La Tech, they'll never play Ole Miss again because of it.
2: Well, I think that while I'm at La Tech thing is, is a big – Well, it is, but you still said it out loud. What would Mike say? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Privately, he would go, he's trying to get the state job. Yeah, I'll see him in maroon in a That's year or two. Privately, he goes – Kind of admire the angle here.
1: <laughs> he won't get his feelings hurt by the by the. Well, he's
2: got to build up some public support, right? Because let's say that state decides to make a move on Lamonis. the first it's a big job, the first name that comes up is not Lane Burrows. No, no. unless no. you build this groundswell of support. And look, it works over there. Hating Ole Miss is a very that will help. It's a very attractive thing. So that might because Butch is the automatic one, and then it gets Butch is the automatic one. Butch's deal is okay. Is that is that enough of an upgrade over where I am to justify it? Yeah. Because you know where I'm coming from on this, and I'm, I, I believe I'm going to be right. When baseball finally goes to the bigger scholarships, now that NIL's there, I don't believe State's in the same ballpark as the you bigger. You think there are five or six? In I do. I think there are four or five that are just clearly ahead of them. Yeah. And I think that's going to be borne out. Look, Look at, look at LSU. That's a that's the best team money can buy. It is. They, they are, are really, buying a title. They are really really good. Um, you still got an Arkansas and A and M and Texas and yeah. A I, 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 and M's already putting more money into their stadium. They're they're going to get serious. I'm not I'm not sold at Texas all. is going to get serious. Big time. Arkansas, Ole Miss. I think all of those programs are ahead of state. I do. Yeah. So I'm not sure that Butch goes. That's the job I want. Um, but on the field standpoint last
1: night, again, I mean, you can mark it all out. The one thing that was evident is Ole Miss still having a hard time throwing strikes. Um, they walked five and three innings last night. It was a wonder that they had only given up two runs. They walked four in an inning and only gave up one run in the process, which is fortunate um, mm-hmm. And, and to, to say that. so, But 44 pitches for Takoyan, 31 pitches for Jones – they're at least set up as well as they can be, headed to College Station. They'll leave uh, tomorrow and then play Friday, 6 o'clock. Um, 6 o'clock Friday, 7 o'clock on Saturday, and then I forget the Sunday time, maybe 1 or one thirty for the, uh, the, the the finale there. But either way, 2-1 in the fourth. It did not go five innings. It is a no contest, so the game never happened. None of the stats count, none of the stats, nothing. They literally never took the field from a statistical standpoint yesterday in, uh, in Pearl. So, Move on. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. shrimp.com Seven different flavors available for you. They're shipped directly to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes freezer to plate. They take care of dinner tonight. Their Louisiana barbecue, their New Orleans style barbecue shrimp, their lemon cracked pepper, the Louisiana shrimp bowl. So many different options depending on your palate and what you were looking for. Prime Shrimp can take care of you and we can help you out in the process as well. That's code RG. Code RG when you order from prime shrimp.com. 25% off with five pouches or more. You can get some samplers. You can try a bunch of different ones. You can just get your favorite five times, but either way, 25% off with Prime Shrimp and Rebel Grove with code RG.
2: Brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. If you're looking for a place uh, when you're coming up next weekend for baseball or whatever the case may be, double-deckers coming up, a Grove Bowl, all that stuff, get in. uh, Stop by OPA. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well at OPA on the square in Oxford. I'll have a uh, mailbag up Later today, probably a good bit later today, uh, brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist, Staffing and Recruiting Agency, we told you earlier in the week about if you're looking for a job, well, if your company is looking for hard-to-find quality talent, service specialists can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, Service servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new, Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest. No down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And um, we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered there, horseback riding offerings, support for uh, competitions, nationally recognized competitions. They were just winning uh, here just in the last week or so at Southern traditions farm if you're interested in equestrian or if you're looking for a place to have an event get in touch with the people at Southern traditions farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern traditions farm
1: what time do you think last night uh the Braves GM was aware of the uh the situation at Trustmark Park
2: early as the game was going on I would I would suspect early
1: somebody who's in charge of watching all that when hey uh, got a got a deal here.
2: Yeah, I would think today is a bad morning for some people. Somebody at
1: Trustmark or somebody
2: with that Multiple heart. people. Number one, it's kind of embarrassing. Number two, you would hate for someone to get hurt. Yeah. On either one of those teams, whether they're a prospect or not. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, I was a wonder nobody hurt an ankle. Yeah. McCants fell twice last night. I mean, that's just not. He couldn't run around first base. He yeah, slipped. That's that's bad.
2: But yeah, and, and then you have to turn to the because hey, a lot of times at AA, that's where your best prospects yeah. are going. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not satisfactory. Oh, I would think, in fact, that someone from the Braves organization has been Jackson dispatched today. to Pearl to look at the situation and say, what are our alternatives? Yeah, sure.
1: How long we got? What's what's the deal here?
2: Well, maybe you play. And hey,
1: the head groundskeeper at SunTrust, come with me. We're going to check this out.
2: Well that's the problem. I mean, you would probably I don't know where the Braves open if they open at home or on the road, but there's probably some real questions getting asked. I mean, again, someone could have gotten bad hurt. And it is embarrassing. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's totally embarrassing. You get them. to profile that
1: stadium twice per team.
2: That's and, what you And do. I'm with you. If I'm Ole Miss, if I'm Southern Miss, and and Mike and Scott are friends, I think, yeah. I, yeah, think yeah, they, they are. I think they're they I think they they're very amicable. Their conversation, if they had one last night, was not about, yo, we were about to kick your ass or it was about, hey, do, do we really I'm guessing what are we doing here? I don't know this, but I'm guessing that it was what are we we don't need to be doing this anymore. Yeah. This is a waste of our time.
1: Yeah, my guess is they hung around for five more minutes after them and said, Hey, what what what's, Yeah, sure. What's this look like?
2: Yeah. I mean two people that have a lot of respect for each other. They've mm-hmm. played each other all these years. Been there a long time. I would I would guess that both of them you know, because look, Ole Miss has bigger games this weekend. Southern Miss does too. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing both of them like you know we averted disaster here we dodged a bullet probably don't need to even face the same bullet again next year let's just do let's figure this out mm-hmm. you've got a great stadium we've got a great stadium we could do this in Biloxi a lot of options yeah a lot of people would want this game mm-hmm.
1: did you see that uh clip on the on in the thread on the board from that had the the full game of the 1999 Win Dixie Classic that was on the board. Did you see that? Uh,
2: I saw the cl- I saw the thread.
1: I, I turned it on, and I, and I have to the give clip. them credit. It was 1999. Ole Miss used to play in the Win Dixie Classic every year. It was three teams from Louisiana and then three other teams. And it's actually when I wrote about Ole Miss being 0 6 in the SEC in 1996, they had a non-conference loss to LSU because it was in the Win Dixie Classic. It was a non-conference tournament at the Superdome. And the broadcast was incredibly good for 1999 that I saw. It's, it's on the message at Rebel Grove. It's on the internet. It was a game between then Southwest Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette, and, uh, and LSU. LSU wearing black uniforms that have not uh, withstood the test of time very well. Not a fan of the LSU black suits. As uh, No. As purple caps, black tops. Uh uh-uh. I don't like that. It was maybe a black bill, even on the
2: purple cap. I don't remember. Purple and gold are good colors. You don't want to mess with that. Why do you? It's like Kentucky when they go with black jerseys. I get frustrated.
1: One of the issues with AutoZone is that Memphis does not want to play the AutoZone game. They they want Ole Miss on campus. Yeah, that's the that's the rub there. The reasoning for that, and Ole Miss does not want to play Memphis on campus. So it becomes...
2: Frankly, the game that you could play at AutoZone or in... And Na- everybody got feelings hurt on the whole TARP
1: situation a couple years ago. And yeah. it got a little...
2: The game that Ole Miss should play is they should play Louisville in a non-league game in Nashville. That would be good. Both of them get up there. Get great RPI hit no matter no matter what. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, I just... Sometimes I think some of the this- Nashville, Jackson... So do they still have to go to Jackson to play the Governor's Cup thing? Yeah. Against State? Yeah. So they got to go back to the same field? When is that?
1: By the way, Ole Miss is at Memphis campus next Tuesday, but that's short-lived. Give that time. Um, yeah, there's no point in playing that game. And then they're back in Oxford a week later after that. Uh, the Governor's Cup is April 25th. It's between OSU and Georgia. Oh. So a few weeks away. Gotcha. School day game, May 2nd, for anybody, by the way, that has a child. Who's that day? Little Rock. Oh. U-A-L-R. They can have Chris Beard though, the first pitch. They could. They could. They could do that. Um, I saw the Athletic. The draft is a month away. The Athletic saying that uh, the most likely scenario for the number two pick, Anthony Richardson, as of today. Again, we're in the middle of the mock draft crap, but – they think there's a good chance that the Colts could just take Bryce Young at four without having to trade anything. I can see that. It really is about your approach at number 1. And then has been the case throughout his career, um multiple draft experts saying that Will Anderson is actually the best player in the draft, but that he's going number 3.
2: Yeah. Cuz the quarterbacks are going one and two.
1: And he would go 3 to the Cardinals.
2: How far did they have the kid from Georgia falling?
1: Mm, it was not that far last time I looked. Um, it did not look like that was completely harming him. We'll see. Mock draft here. Scrolling quickly. Stroud one. Richardson two. Anderson three. Bryce Young four. and Carter five. Seahawks. Okay. Got it. So, nothing, not. have the Lions taking a defensive end from Clemson. Levis seven to the Raiders. Be a good spot for him. Pro date Miss today, by the way. Just like kind of like star appeal, so it hasn't gotten a, the 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 normal radar that you would even with a corral or somebody coming out. You're gonna go out
2: and try to. Try to figure out who jumps the highest?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take my iPhone and know that I'm going to get great 40-time numbers on my iPhone when I hit start and stop, and that's going to be really, really official in the in the way those numbers work. You won't
2: be alone. I, I, You'll have company. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're off like three-tenths of a second. Yeah.
1: God, he ran a 5-2. Or he ran a 4-1.
2: Yeah. Anyway. No, he didn't. Okay,
1: Ole Miss A&M, uh, Friday night, back uh, tomorrow morning with Jeffrey, and then our fifth show is uh, one that a lot of people have asked for this week. We'll have it debuting for the Friday podcast, the uh, the search for D.B. Cooper, local angle to that now. We're recording later today, and then you guys will get it for your, uh, I guess your Thursday YouTube fix, your Friday Oxford Exxon podcast. So that coming up as well on the podcast. Uh, on the network, and more. So check Rebel Grove. We'll have content to you, football, and whatever else pops up between now and Friday.
3: Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.